Hey, Money Bosses, welcome back. I am Anna Shurguina and I am your host. I'm excited today because I've got Shanna from Millennial Money Podcast joining us on this exciting interview. And I've been wanting to um, actually explore this topic uh, even further, but money mindset is something that I think any of us at any point in our life, wherever we are in our financial journey, can always up-level. So Shana is going to shed us, shed us some light onto what she's doing in this area. And um, I'm actually excited to, um, if you stick around for a second interview, because we're gonna talk about really practical steps as to how you can start putting all of this to work. So first of all, Shana, welcome. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's my favorite topic. So uh, I know I love it. And so you actually happen to be a certified financial planner, just like I am. Um, actually, I think the only one so far so far on this um, uh, summit. So thank you. At least so yes. you know, I, try to, <laughs> I try to reach out to folks who have, um, you know, a lot of different expertise on topics that I think are going to benefit everyone listening uh, from all different angles. So it's awesome that you know what it takes to become a certified financial planner. So uh, you certainly would, would appreciate all the things that we've done so far here. So I want to give, give you a proper introduction and then I'd love to get in, uh, you know, started with us discussing how did you get like really, uh, or how did you pivot from you know, going on to the traditional path of hopefully, you know, or at least my understanding of being a certified financial planner and really just uh, doing the things that you've done. So. Um, I know you've been on a mission to uh, to change how people think, act, and feel about money, and I can definitely connect to that's where money mindset comes in. Shana hosts um, universally popular and highly ranked iTunes podcast called Millennial Money with listeners in 164 countries and over 13 million downloads. Millennial Money has helped millions of listeners demystify money topics in a play playful and approachable way and features interviews with musicians, authors, chefs, entrepreneurs to help inspire listeners to go out and achieve their dreams. Aside from her podcast, Shana is the CEO of an e-commerce company called Hello, It's Me, and the creator of their first product, the Money Mindset Journal, which I cannot wait to get my hands on. Shana is also the lecturer in finance at California State University, Northridge, and is an accomplished financial writer and speaker. Her financial expertise has been highlighted in articles for women health, women health, MSN Money, US News, World Report, Raiders, Bankrate.com, Refinery, and just to name a few. You've done so much already in this in this space of personal finance that both you and I love. So let's get started. I really want to kind of dive into and, and hear a little bit about your story and um, you know, why money mindset out of everything we can talk about in personal finance? <laughs> Such a great question. Well, thank you for that amazing uh, introduction. Yeah, I, I am truly an entrepreneur at heart. I tell people that I think I came out of the womb as an entrepreneur coming up with ideas and really, I always had this very vivid imagination. And I was able to like sort of transport myself different places with my imagination and really think outside of the box. And so I didn't know this when I was younger, but you know, I know it now is probably one of my best uh, strengths, that ability to do that. And uh, my first foray into business really was when I was in college. At 19, I started what was the first national student film festival. 
and ran it for five years. Um, it was myself and three other like young, you know, 19, 20 year olds who raised a quarter million dollars a year. And we brought Hollywood celebrities out to um, our film festival. Uh, students got like jobs and internships. Many of them now are actors and directors and writers and names you would recognize. And so that was really my first um, foray in, into all of this and kind of my crash course. I have a legitimate MBA, but that was really my, you know, streets MBA, if you will, because I had to learn everything, marketing and, uh, and, and budgeting and, and how, you, how you negotiate and like all of these skills that at the time I didn't know were so important, but obviously you and I both know uh, as financial experts are really critically important. So, uh, you know, that was really the, the first sort of entry point into entrepreneurship and really into thinking about this idea of money mindset, even though I didn't know that's really what was, what was happening at that time. And uh, after I finished that, I, I, uh, I sold the company, got an MBA, and then was kind of thinking, well, what do I want to do with my life? <laughs> and, um, my father's been in the financial industry for his entire career and said, hey, you know, I have a little firm and he worked primarily with high net worth individuals and said, do you want to just come and, and, and work with me and, and see if you like this thing? And I thought, why not? So um, I spent about 12 years working with my dad and really working with all different types of people, people just out of college, all the way up to people who had you know, a hundred million dollars plus in, in net worth. And uh, my creative side really started to come out. You know, how do, I, how do I teach about money? How do I write about money? How do I do this thing that I do with my imagination to really create, uh, you know, different opportunities around money, different, um, really expose different uh, weaknesses, I feel, around money. A lot of my peers who had MBAs had no idea what to do with their money, no idea what to do personal finance. And so I started to think, well, this is really fascinating. Mm Here -hmm. <laughs> we just spent a lot of money getting this degree and still nobody knows what to do personal finance wise. And, uh, you know, after working with all of these clients for uh, a few years, I started to really see that the money mindset piece was like the missing piece across everyone. It didn't discriminate, didn't matter how old you are, how much money you had or didn't have. Everybody got stuck in this, in this mindset piece. And once they were able to really flip the switch, if you will, and understand certain characteristics about themselves and why they make certain decisions, why they do habits or don't do habits, all of these sort of nuanced elements of of finance, that was really when things started to change. So for me, it was like putting a puzzle together, you know, all of these different pieces of all these things that I'd learned over the years. And uh, then what I knew just personally, I mean, this was something I had struggled with personally. Uh, I went through a, a really expensive divorce in my very early 30s and uh, walked away with a car that had a really high car payment and a suitcase full of my clothes. And that was it. You know, I had nothing else to my name. And so it was a real like transformative process for me to redefine money, redefine money's role in my life. And then how do I take, you know, what I learned and help other people go through that same process because I saw other people maybe not go through as, as financially devastating situations as I did. 
But I watched them struggle in different places. And I thought, gosh, like, what if we could just unlock that in people? Imagine what they could do. Imagine what they could achieve. So this really just became my, um, my mission. And, uh, you know, I think it really is like the secret edge. And once people can understand this about themselves, it's not that suddenly like money's going to fly from the sky. <laughs> you and I no, both know. <laughs> That's not true. I wish it was. But what it does is, is it changes something in your mind and your brain is so powerful when it comes to money. So if you can make these little shifts inside your brain. You can really start to rewire, again, why you think, act, and feel certain ways about money and the different habits that you, uh, that you do or don't do around money. So it's a very long-winded answer to your question, but... <laughs> no, it's, it's an awesome answer because it, it, it gives us an understanding, like how did it all evolve for you? And oh my gosh, I relate to a lot of what you've been through just because, just like you, I started out um, in, you know, in, in this field because I had, you know, I had a degree in finance when I graduated um, in college and I didn't know anything about you know, personal finance, like zero. I had student loans on my back. I had credit card debt. Like that was awesome, right? Coming out of college. No, it was crazy, stupid, but <laughs> I didn't know anything better. So, oh my gosh, don't I, don't I understand that part for sure. So how, you know, and, and, and the, well, there's a challenge um, with the mindset, right? Or, or folks getting into a certain mindset, especially when it comes to money. But I think we also as a country, right, as a nation face another challenge where like, I wish, I still do up until this day, that there was a lot more formal training about personal finances, right? When we start out, like with the young adults, um, you know, getting into, you know, to get their first checking account or first credit, just like some of these basic things. So it's like, we've got to solve a lot of pieces of the puzzle before, you know, before we really jump into like, okay, um, you know, how do we change and make shifts in our mind? So one of the things I wanted to see if you can define for all of us here today is like, what is, what is, the, money, uh, what is the money mindset? Or how do you look at that um, from what you've done so far? Yeah, I think that's such a great question. I just want to go back real quick to what you just said and like emphasize that point that, uh, you know, we, we go through life and most of our parents don't talk about money. Maybe it's shame or fear or something they did, or maybe they just don't know either. So we grow up with this idea that we're supposed to just like, os you know, automatically through like osmosis, like figure out what to do with our money. And, you know, that doesn't happen. It's really trial and error for most of us. And because we're not taught about it in school and, you know, even down to just being, a, a, you know, a young child, we're not, we're not taught about uh, what money is. How do you use money? All of those points you just said, uh, you know, it really like is very isolating for us. And, you know, I want to relate that to like, if you, you know, when you were a kid, most of us either like learned to play an instrument or maybe we were into sports and maybe we weren't, you know, the most amazing athlete or the best performer or whatever it may be, but we had to practice, right? We went to lessons, we had to practice, we had, you know, we eventually got a little bit better. Some of us got really good in some of those skills. Well, money is the same thing. So if, if we're not able to have the tools and to have the practice when maybe it doesn't necessarily matter, like before we get to college and we have student loan debt and we get out in the real world, then, you know, we're like, it's like us, you know, trying to learn a foreign language here as adults. It's, it's mm -hmm. really hard to do. So, you know, you make such a great point about because we're not taught about money, you know, we don't have years of, of, of experience of learning these very complex topics 
So it's just like feeling our way through the dark. And, and you're right, like there's, a, there's two parts here. There's learning those skills and what you do. And then there's the, the mindset piece that goes along with it. And it needs both pieces to really form like a perfect union. So to, to define money mindset, it's, to me, it's the difference between, and this may be oversimplifying, but I'll explain this in a minute. It's the difference between where you're at now and where you want to be, right? So again, we can't, we can't create money magically, but uh, what we can do is unlock a belief that we have the skills, we have the ability, we have the information at our fingertips to get us to where we want to be in life. Most people never even take the time to really think about like, what kind of life do I want to have? Where do I want to live? How many kids do I want to have? When do I want to retire? You know, all of these things that we just sort of take for granted. Uh, I don't know if you ever did this, but you know, when we're, we're younger, a lot of times we create like a vision board mm-hmm. and we cut out little pictures and we put up sayings and different things like that. And, and I think we need to embrace that more as adults because that is like true money mindset, right? That's connecting what's going on in, in your brain and the, your thoughts and feelings with the money that's going to help you actually get there. So, you know, your money mindset is just this, this collection of beliefs that have been formed around how you think, act, and feel about money. And most of the time that started, I wouldn't say most of the time, probably all the time that started when you were a young kid. And uh, the scientists say that it's formed before the age seven. Mm -hmm. So I don't even have memories, I don't think, before age seven, but to think how powerful that is, that if whatever you saw or witnessed before that age really cemented inside of you how you think, act, and feel about money. And it's usually like an unconscious uh, bias that's been created in you. And so you get to adulthood and you start doing or not doing certain things. You're like, where did this come from? It's not your fault. It's just what what you've learned, but you have to have this money mindset is this awareness piece. It's this understanding of uh, lots of different things combined with what you want your life to look like, right? And so if we can cultivate this, um, this awareness and this mindset, we can really start to create shifts with our money that maybe we couldn't before, you know? And I, I'm sure you probably have a million stories. I have a million stories of people who wanted to do something like, like buy a house, right? I had worked with this couple. They wanted to buy a house. They had really good income. They were living in an apartment that was subsidized, but they just couldn't figure out why can we not save money to buy this house? Like they just couldn't figure it out. Well, when we broke everything down, they thought they were spending about three to $500 a month eating out. That's what they thought, right? And they love to eat out. They love to treat their friends. They uh, both came from families where there wasn't a lot of excess money. And so they like to treat their friends. They like to go out to dinner. But when we looked at the numbers, they were really spending around three to $5,000 a month. (laughs) And so, you know, it's crazy to think, well, how could they not know they were spending that much money? Well, they had created this bias in their mindset that, you know, because of the way they were raised, they really wanted to treat other people and they just didn't even add up the numbers. Mm -hmm. But once they were able to change the mindset piece around that and really lock into like, no, we want, we really want to buy a house. How can we do that? 
that's then when the shift happened and in six months they were able to buy a house. So, you know, I'm sure you have stories about those types of things as well. And we all have them. So it's a, it's a really common thing that we all get kind of stuck places. And so the mindset is just about creating awareness. Like where are these blocks? Where are these little opportunities? You know, what are these little shifts we can do in each day? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I have, I have hundreds of these, of these stories of my own for sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and then of course clients that I've worked over the years and still do and I'm like oh my gosh well, how, how can you think that right, right. And, and so it's interesting because I was listening to it how you were describing and something you said that kind of worries me a little bit because I'm a, somewhat still a new mom my son is 21 months old and so a lot of these things that you know that I wish at least I you know consciously know now um you know, wish my parents done, or maybe they have done, right, when I was little, but it's like, okay, what do I have to do? What do I have to say to him, right, so that he does, like, his brain, you know, absorbs all of this information and has this, you know, this um, amazing foundation where he's not uh, limited, right, by by the wrong beliefs or things like that, so, like, age seven is like, okay, it's coming very soon, because, like, he's almost two. <laughs> yeah, I, it's crazy to think about that, but, you know, I mean, you can look at study after study after study, and they say that, you know, it's about seven years in your life where so many different um, unconscious biases in the world are formed. And, you know, until you actually as an adult take time to like go back and look at that and analyze that, that's really when you can figure some of those things out. But most of us, you know, just think, well, before age seven, I mean, how could I even remember anything? Uh, so it's really, it's really fascinating when you start uh, kind of unpacking it all. Yeah, that is so and that's the, the interesting part that I think excites me a lot around this topic mindset in general. And of course, money just that's just because the topic I'm always excited. <laughs> it's a about. given, right? I know the two together makes a perfect pair. Um, but, but And because it really does sort of, you know, go back in times from when we were, you know, little and, and, and it, we carry this um, that, you know, these ideas and these kind of beliefs in our head throughout, you know, all of our lives, like, I, are there any steps anyone can start, like, putting together? Because just because it's, it is the way, and, and I hear a lot of people, you know, respond in, in defense to, you know, why they might be doing something or why it's a certain way. It's just like, a response could be something like, I've always done it. That's just how I am, right? Like, I, and you probably throw those, those thoughts to yourself as well. Um, because that's just like, hey, that's how I've done it. That's what my family did. And, you know, we always buy cars for cash. Um, we always, <laughs> you know, those are the, like some of the simple examples or, yeah. you know, we always treat like, oh, the example you gave, we always treat our family and friends to dinner. And so therefore our budget is three or $4,000 a month on eating out. So those are the things that like we already know. So like how, what do we start? Where do we start? Like just what are some of the things that you recommend people to consider. Yeah, and you're so right. Like we model what uh, we've seen until it becomes the norm. So I know, you know, some people that I that I work with will say, well, in my family, they had different different sayings around money, like money doesn't grow on trees, or money is the root of all evil. Or I mean, you can fill in the blank with all of these different sayings that we sort of just like brush off, like, oh, that doesn't really mean anything. We've heard that a million times. But if you've heard it in the context, particularly of your family of origin, those things really start to stick in you. Just like, yeah, we always buy cars for cash. Until you become an adult, go, wait a minute, why do we do this? 
is this something I really want to do? Does this even really make sense? You know, so it's, it's, it really is this process of almost like dismantling to build back again. And so I tell people to always start with something called your money story. And there's lots of different questions you can ask yourself. The first most important question really, I think is, uh, how did my family project or talk about money? You know, were we a family that were savers? Were we um, spenders? Were we risk takers? Were we always paycheck to paycheck? Like, what was our family situation like? And really write down everything that you can think about because a lot of that you probably are carrying with you in one way or another, and it's impacting you right now. It's either stopping you from where you want to be. Or maybe it's propelling you and maybe you actually need to lean more into, into it, you know? So it's really a very individual process. Another question I tell people to think about a lot is, how does money make you feel? And most people don't stop to think about that. Like, how does it make you feel? Some people, money really makes them feel horrible and terrible and they don't like it and their shame and depression and guilt and anxiety. And if that's you, we need, to, we need to get to the root. Okay, why? Why do you feel this way? Can we, can we dig down deep enough to find the root cause? Because when we can get to the bottom of it, then we can start growing and learning and reshaping from there, right? So it's all about this process of thinking about your money story. And there's, there's a million different questions to ask. Uh, you'd mentioned uh, the Money Mindset Journal, which is the first product that I created and a, a big chunk of the journal in the beginning is uh, prompts to help you uncover your money story, just different questions to help you jot down and think about, yeah, why, why do I think this way? Or why, why do I do this or not do this? You know, and again, it's about uh, taking those unconscious biases that you have and bringing them into the conscious mind and then rewiring the ones that don't work for you. Uh, and I mentioned this already several times, that this is a very simple question with very loaded meaning behind it. But what is the vision or the idea or fill in the blank, whatever word works for you, that you want your life to be? What do you want your life to be? Because that's what you take to someone like yourself who's a financial planner and you say, this is what I want. I don't know how to get there. Can you help me? But I've done the work to understand this is right now the you know the vision i have and then you know financial experts can come around you and say okay let's start putting in some goals and some markers and things to actually make this happen but i find that most times people are like i don't know life's just taking me in whatever direction and that's just not strategic enough right we it's not that we have to have everything figured out because that's impossible mm -hmm. and it's going to change you know from today till tomorrow but until we can start really uncovering what that is, we can't get the financial pieces to come along with us to help us get there. You know, um, we kind of stay in this like drain pipe. Um, and so the money mindset and, and understanding your money story helps you uncover these little bits of information about yourself. It's just like a, it's like a getting to know you process. Uh, you lived in your body, you lived in your life, but have you really consciously been aware of, of what's going on? So, that's really, I think, the first place that uh, I would tell someone to start. I love it. And you know, one of the reasons I see a lot of struggle with folks 
because when they do land at my doors and, and they usually show up because they have a certain question or a certain challenge to try to overcome, but it's, you know, in the financial planning process, it's at least the way that we engage um, with our clients, it, it has to start with what you were describing. Like, what is that reason? What is it that you want to accomplish? Like, why are we doing this? Because a lot of times people are like, okay, well, I need to invest the money and I need to make a certain amount of return. Well, great. Yes. But, but, but let's wait to decide what investment vehicle is the best for you. Right. And how aggressive you need to get. And, you know, all of those things that you do when you making choices in terms of investments, but really look at and help you know clients identify like what do you want what kind of life do you envision and and it's a struggle it's a real yeah. struggle for, for for folks not just the ones that engage in financial planning that's just like because you you're forced to make decisions about money on a daily basis and i've been yeah. talking about this since i you know when i since i became you know more of an adult and realized like oh my gosh but i can't be putting my head in the sand and i need to pay my student loans off and you know here's a better way to do these things um, so it's, I think there's definitely, it's, 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 and sometimes, and I remember when my husband and I got married, we got married pretty young, we're still in college. Um, it was funny because I was the one who had student loans and the credit card debt, and he's the one who had a full, full scholarship and <laughs> it's like polar opposites of, of things. But I mean, that was kind of like, you know, uh, when we started out, but I remember we used to, we used to do, we used to do, we still do these vision boards that you talked about. And I, I think to some people it just sounds cheesy. It looks, you know, looks funny. And they're like, why do you have all these pictures on there? Why did you put a, put a picture of a castle in, um, you know, somewhere south of France? And, and, you know, I remember, you know, they're making fun because you put these vision boards like anywhere in your house right we used to have a one one bedroom teeny apartment and so when the friends came over like you know what are these things you're kind of thinking about that's not for you you know that's right. that you've seen these kind of reactions and yep. so um don't listen to that that's what i'm saying yes absolutely <laughs> yes i'm right there with you don't listen to it it's so powerful you know if you start to really understand um you know i'm not a doctor i'm not uh, a neuroscience expert but I've done enough research to really understand uh, how the brain operates and how you know it can just get stuck in these patterns. And that the belief part is actually such a big part. And so many of us just brush it off that I, I just, I stand with you like, what if it actually could happen though? What if it could? You know, and if, if you making a vision board or really thinking about it or going through your money story is that, that piece to unlock that, what if it's that simple? What if it doesn't have to be that hard? Uh, I'm sure you talk about this with clients all the time, but uh, when I was practicing, I used to tell people that, you know, I want to take what you have right now, the amount of money you have right now, and I want to position it in a way that it gets you to the life you want to live. I don't want you to have to earn 100% more. I don't want you to have to get a huge inheritance. I don't want any of that to happen. I want to show you how you can powerfully use what you have right now. And I think if people understood that more, I just, I think there would be a lot more ease around money. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's, there's definitely a little bit of room for us to think that maybe magically, right? As, as silly as this sounds, yes. but there is a little bit of this magic, but that happens inside our brain that makes all things possible. And so one of the questions that I think makes sense to kind of connect with, like we've got to do this work, right? Mm. With, 
figuring out our money story and, and really working uh, on ourselves, but how to, to a practical degree, how do we connect what we do inside with what we do on the outside in terms of like, okay, we've done this work, we need to start really making some money and building wealth. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the way I created the journal um, is an interesting process that I had been through myself for years and years. And I had taught it to friends and, and to other people. And there was something so, I'll use your word, magical in simplistic. And to me, it's really about connecting daily to, I, I call it goals. You can call it whatever you want, but connecting to something each day, right? Um, all we have is today. We don't have tomorrow yet. We don't have yesterday. So what can we do today? What is one small action step that we can take today? And sometimes it's as simple as I'm just going to look at my bank account balance because it freaks me out to do that. Uh, or maybe it's something a little bit more concrete. I'm going to uh, check my credit score or I'm going to come up with a plan today to pay off a thousand dollars in debt or it's, it's all individual, you know, based on each one of us but it's what can you do today? And it doesn't have to be a big thing, but what's one little thing you can do? And what that does is it helps create forward motion, right? And it also helps tell your brain, oh, hey, look, we did this thing today, so we can do that thing tomorrow. And if I didn't get that thing done today, no biggie, I can try to do that thing tomorrow. So it starts to create progress and it opens up spaces in you where you can start to see, oh, if I do enough of these little things each day, I, I might actually get that. I might actually get that thousand bucks in 30 days or whatever it may be for you, right? Uh, and so it's, it's just this daily, and it doesn't have to be a long process, five, 10 minutes we're talking about, but it's connecting to what's the one thing I want to do today and what do I need to do to actually make that happen? Do I need to make a phone call? Do I need to look? Do I need to read an article, listen to a podcast, watch a summit? What is it? You know, what is that thing that's going to help, uh, you know, uh, bring more information, um, is going to help propel me forward? Another thing I just want to talk about quickly is this concept of gratitude. Mm -hmm. uh, gratitude has been scientifically proven to again change the structure of our brain. So when we talk about money mindset, a lot of times we can focus on the mistakes we've made, the things we didn't do, oh, we didn't invest in Apple and, and now it's too expensive or you know, you, you name it, whatever, whatever it is. We can, we can come up with all of these different things to stop us from maybe investing, to stop us from saving for the house or whatever it might be for you, right? And so daily gratitude really roots us in, okay, I am where I am. I have enough right now for today. And if we combine our gratitude with like our daily goal or our daily step, we really just start again to change our brain. We start to change how things start forming and shaping in our lives. And to me, that's really the access point for um, not only changing your, your situation, but getting you towards that vision of life that you wanna live. Sounds so super simplistic, but when I started to do it, my life changed. And when I've helped other people do this very simple process, I've watched their life change too. So, you know, I'm like, there must be something to this. <laughs> no, there's definitely something to this. Yes, I'm glad, I'm so happy and glad that you actually mentioned gratitude. Um, that's just something I personally have been practicing um, for, for quite some time and it does, um, it, 
it does take some work, um, just more mental work than anything, just to think about these these things and and you know what is it that you really have today that you're grateful for. I, I I'm looking forward to really getting my hands. I'm not. I didn't say it, uh, you know jokingly. I really would love to see uh, once your journal is ready for for everyone to um, to get access to. But um, um, I've been sort of forcing myself to write down, forcing meaning when I started, it seemed like I had to force myself to do this. It's, it's, it's becoming a little bit more natural in terms of, you know, I think my brain is adjusting to, to kind of think that, but 10, 10 things that I'm grateful for every, every night. So that's the yes. something that helps me, um, you know, before I disconnect all the technology and, you know, all of that stuff. And I just, uh, before I go to bed and sometimes it's like, okay, my family, my son, and then like some of these things are like the same. I'm like, okay, five. And then, okay, what is the next? Okay. Uh, I had, you know, I was able to cook myself lunch. Like some of these things that are like, you don't even take for granted. Like it's right. the this autopilot. So anyway, that's, I mean, it really helps me re, re, reshift the focus, um, onto like things that are I'm not even focusing on or not even thinking. So anyway, I'm curious to see how, um, what your practice is around that too. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a, such a good point too, that, you know, some days maybe you're going to be like, I, I don't have a goal today. Like I, I just, I'm just trying to be a human today or I, I can't think of anything. I can't think of 10 things I'm grateful for. Maybe I can only think of five or, you know, so give yourself some room to have flexibility in this process. Uh, another just like quick little exercise that I wanted to share um, is particularly if you're new to this idea of money mindset, one of the great ideas is to grab like a notebook, carry it with you throughout the day. And every time you have a negative thought around money, put a little notch mark in um, on the piece of paper, right? No judgment, no assumptions, none of that. Just, oh, I had this negative thought around money. And at the end of the day, take a look at how many little lines you have on your piece of paper. And I've done this for many different people, uh, many different incomes, many different careers, and everybody looks at it in astonishment of, of like, wow, I had this many thoughts around money each day. What if I could just shift some of these thoughts? Maybe that might be a healthy way to start this, this process. So things like that are real interesting uh, practices to do to just bring awareness. Because most of us think, well, I don't, I don't really think about money that much in the day. Really? I think we all do because as you said, it touches every aspect of our lives. So we're gonna have all these different thoughts about it. So again, it's just about creating this awareness. And from the awareness is where we can start making change. Yeah, no, it's so true. Um, I've heard also a statistic, uh, Shauna, that I, I don't know how, uh, if it's really right on point, but it's something like 80 or 85% of our thoughts just on any given time have more negativity to it than, than positivity. So Absolutely. like, if that's the case, then a lot of it could be relating to, to our finances and, and, and money and yeah. Absolutely. Like a hundred percent, you know, I think we're, we're programmed. I mean, especially now with social media and with the news cycle and, and everything that's going on in the world, we're programmed to look at the negative things. We're programmed to think about what is going wrong versus what is going right. And so, you know, it's, it's not by any of our fault. It's just, this is the way um, society unfortunately operates. And so it does take effort to think about those positive things or to even recognize, hey, I'm in a real negative thought pattern around whatever it may be right now. 
is there a way I can shift and change that because I really want to achieve X, Y, and Z. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Well, I love this conversation. I, um, I want to invite everyone who's listening to join us in their next session and really go in deeper steps and conversations about more practical steps that Shauna is going to share with us. So for the time being, can we um, understand how everyone can connect with you, Shauna? Absolutely. So you can find my podcast, Millennial Money, on any podcast player. Uh, the website is mmoneypodcast.com. And if you want to know more about the Money Mindset Journal, you can head to helloitsme.world and you can find out all about the Money Mindset Journal and uh, hopefully it can help you on your Money Mindset journey as well. No, totally. And we're going to include all of these links in the show notes. So not, not to worry if you missed writing them down. But thank you so much again for your time. This is definitely a topic, as you can tell, uh, near dear to my heart. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoyed our conversation. Thanks so much.